On episode 20, we're gonna dive all the way into binge eating, why you binge, and how to solve your binge eating for good. Alex, what's going on, man? Nick, you know, just fucking grinding away, man. I this Today is day 32 of my 90-day challenge, and so I went on a run this morning. It's like my third or fourth run in the last two, three years, and so it's it's going good, though. I've, I've been adding stuff to my 90-day challenge. I added 15 minutes of reading today, so I'm up to 45 minutes a day. Um, I'm adding in like a 30-minute outside uh, walk a day just to make sure I'm getting my steps in. I kind of realized that that I was slacking in that area and that my pup was, uh, was not getting as many steps as she needs. So I'm trying to put that in as like a a me thing and also a her thing, because it helps me to decompress. It helps me to just keep in a good mind space. And it also helps my dog to wear out her energy. Yeah. I I haven't been doing great with walking cane the last, last few days. So I definitely need to get him out there. I think we're on opposite schedules right now, how much activity we're doing. I'm probably getting like, 20 steps a day 20 so you're yeah. like walking to the bathroom and then you're just calling it quits yeah i'm actually wheeling myself wheeling myself to the bathroom oh yeah on the chair. you get up you walk like your, your only steps are like to the to the chair to wheel yourself around yeah yeah there you go how are things going for you no everything's good um eagles playoff game this weekend so Ooh. excited and nervous about that um against the giants we beat them twice this year so far so pretty confident in it but anything could fucking happen it's a divisional game in the playoffs so third time's a charm for the giants though yeah they're coming off a big win against the mighty mighty vikings (laughs) yeah (laughs) dude that was uh i felt so bad for all the vikings out there (laughs) that was tough but i mean honestly i kind of expected it it was just it we didn't really have the game the whole time. And then we got down to the end and just that last play was a little bit tough, but there just wasn't really anything open downfield. And so at least he didn't get sacked, I guess, and end on that note. But you know what it is. It is what it is. Vikings fans are just like, we brush it off quickly. We're just that, you know, I bet you by fucking 7 p.m. Everybody was just, they're right back to what they're doing. Not even worried about the Vikings anymore. Yeah, that was a tough one, but. Yeah, you guys had a good season. Yeah, yeah, decent. Honestly, it was just a bunch of one-score games, and that that train runs down every once in a while. You know, at a certain point, you're just going to kind of run into some shit when you get smoked by 40 four times, and then you have, like, 13 one-score victories. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys had a good good start to the season. And then that fucking game against the Bills when you guys won when uh, – Oh, my God. That, was, that was just that was the most insane thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that was, that was like the most like Kirk Cousins way to win. Oh yeah, dude, that was insane. Honestly, I I've never seen anything like it. That was really cool. But fuck, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's start off by talking about some changes and what we're gonna be doing with the pod now. Yeah, yeah, dude. So so first off, you know, one of the big changes we have is just kind of on our mission for the podcast. So. We had talked at the start about like kind of cutting through the BS in the health and fitness industry. And although we might get into some of that, our main objective going forward is going to be to help people on the fat loss side of things, to really help people, you know, get the right information to actually achieve their goals and keep the results. Because we've both just 
realized how much of a struggle it is for people to keep their results these days. And I just think the percentage of people that actually end up keeping their weight loss and their fat loss results is way too fucking low for what it should be. And so we want to try to give people the right information, the tactical tips to actually move you forward in a way that allows you to keep the results that you get. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. And one of the biggest things that I see wrong with, with our industry and I think it's starting to change a little bit, but you still see a lot of the unsustainable approaches. And I think if we can really, really nail in and like hammer in on that, then I think, you know, that'll provide like the most value that we could. So that'll be cool. And then going forward, I'm going to be taking more of like a co-host role and like producing the episodes, editing and stuff like that. Um, I'll still be on here talking to Alex, trying to ask a little bit more questions because Alex is is really good with all this stuff, really good with binge eating mindset and just like helping people keep those results and fit things into their lifestyle so they can, you know, get those results and enjoy it. So if you guys have questions, definitely send them my way. Like I want to be kind of like the audience, like asking questions and, and listening to what Alex is saying. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to send, uh, you can send, you know, either of us, uh, an Instagram DM, you can comment on our videos on YouTube. You know, you could comment on anything that we have out there. You could also send an email to the lifestyle nutrition podcast at gmail.com and we'll make sure and get back to you that way as well. So whatever, whatever way works best for you to, to get questions to us for this podcast, uh, we'll make sure and answer them. And definitely like, comment, and subscribe. We forget to ask you guys that, but it really helps us. So we'd appreciate that. Definitely throw some comments down there too. Like, I think that's that's one of the biggest things. We want to see like your guys' feedback and, and hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't say it better myself, dude. Couldn't say it better myself. But what do you say we get into the binge eating? Yeah, let's do it. So this episode is all on binge eating. It's all on just tactical tips for you, you know, why people binge, how you can solve your binge eating for good. You know, we want to make sure you leave here with, with an idea of how you can actually move forward. If you're somebody who struggles with binge eating, how can you actually, what's your next step, right? That's, that's kind of the big thing that we want you to understand is how you can actually get past this. Cause it can be one of the more frustrating things to go through. I know for me, I struggled with, with binge eating and just stuck in the binge and restrict cycle basically for two, three years of my life where I would binge on the weekends. And that for me was a, it was in the depths of my alcohol struggles as well. My addictions, my, my just struggles on the weekend. And it was kind of, I would combine the food, I would combine it with alcohol and I would binge from Thursday or Friday throughout the whole weekend. And then I would wake up on Sunday and just feel terrible about myself. I would hate what I saw in the mirror, the scale would be up and I would do everything in my power for the rest of the week to get all of that stuff back in a good place. And that meant restricting all of my food. This That meant fasting for these long periods of time. For me, that meant going crazy in the gym. And and this struggle just wore me down throughout the years. And I never could, took me two to three years to get out of it. And so I know how, how much of a struggle it can be for any of you out there who are dealing with binge eating. And hopefully you leave this podcast with an idea of how you can actually solve it yourself. And you can start making that real progress. Cause I know for me on the other side of the binge eating was a ton more happiness and just peace of mind. And it made it a lot easier for me to get to my fat loss goal and to, to achieve better health. It, it really, it, it opens up a lot of more doors for you. You said it super well. I think that's the biggest thing is that, you know, obviously with the results, it can really help with that. Cause you can, 
have a little bit more control over everything but just with the way you get to live your life when you're free from that i think is is the biggest thing exactly and that's that's the key right like we're all in the end a lot of us are looking for happiness at the end of our fat loss journey you know it's not it's really cool to to see what you want to see in the mirror and to to see the scale down and to see a better body but in the end like I know for me, and I'm sure for you as well, Nick, like some, some of the, the depths of your, your struggles, you just wanted to be happy. You wanted to be at more peace. And, you know, it, it's, it can be super, super frustrating when you constantly find yourself falling into the binge eating and having that happen each week or even multiple times a week, two, three times a week. Some people struggle with it super duper often and, and can feel like they're hopeless or there's no way out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, kind of getting into it with the first thing I wanted to chat about was just like the first step in this. Cause I think that, that that's the big, the big thing. And and what is binge eating too? I think that's actually the first thing I want to start with is what is binge eating, right? Cause some people, it, it gets viewed different ways, right? Like I, I know there, there was certain points in my, my journey later in the journey when I'd kind of gotten to the other side of binge eating for the most part, where, you know, me eating just a little bit more food, like kind of felt like a binge. I felt like I was doing myself wrong. And really what, what binge eating is, is just eating a ton of food or, you know, you can combine it with, with some alcohol as well. Like if you kind of had both those, but like eating tons and tons of food in a short period of time, right? Like thousands, thousands of calories in a short period of time where you just kind of, you can't stop, right? Like you, you may be full and, and you're still just stuffing your face. I know for me, it, it just felt like I knew that, that I, it was, it was eating until the point of like just agony, really just feeling absolutely terrible. It was generally tough for me to get to sleep at night. My stomach hurt and I would just feel completely miserable right after it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a tough feeling. And especially when you feel like you're completely out of control with it and you can't like, you know, you can't stop it. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So like, just kind of to, to let you know there, like if you're somebody who's like, you start eating, you can't stop and you just keep eating and eating, eating. And, and maybe you're somebody who it's like, when you eat a little bit of something, it's just the whole thing is gone. Like some of those can be some signs that you're struggling with binge eating. And, you know, the first step in starting to solve it, in my opinion, is the awareness. I think awareness, as I'm sure we've talked about many times on this, on this podcast is the first step in solving anything. It really sheds light on the fact that it's an issue, right? If you don't know something's an issue, it's kind of tough to change it. So, you know, just becoming aware that it's a problem in your life and, and becoming, starting to become aware of the reasons why you're binging, right? And trying to figure out what is leading me to these binges. And so the four reasons why we binge, and I got this from Jared Hamilton. He, he says, you know, the four reasons we binge, we're eating too low calories is number one. Number two is that we're restricting ourselves Number three is that it's emotional. So maybe stress, you know, we don't feel good. And so we binge. And then fourth is identity. So we've like, we've wrapped binge eating into our identity as a person. And so those are the four reasons why we binge. And so becoming aware of, of the fact that you are binge eating and then trying to, to pinpoint, you know, what, what one of these or two or three of these that you struggle with. Cause I know for me, there's been times of my life where I've struggled with all four of these, not necessarily at the same time, but I have struggled in all four of these different things when it comes to binge eating. So trying to figure out which one of these you struggle with so that we can start to put in the right things for you to get past it. 
Yeah, and how would you go about like trying to figure that out? Yeah, no, I mean it's it, it kind of comes down to knowing what they are first, right? Like, because it's like yeah. it, I know when I went through it, I was just kind of felt like helpless, and there was honestly there was times in my life where I thought it was like uh, it was never going to change, right? It was like okay, this is just I just like I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to I know it's going to happen at this point. You know, it kind of becomes clockwork, and so. I didn't really know about the four reasons why I didn't know that I was, it was because I was restricting myself during the week. You know, I didn't know. And, and I, when I say restricting myself, yeah, restricting foods, you know, I would eat super, super rigid during the weeks. I would eat super low calories during the weeks fast where I was super hungry and I was pushing past that with fasting. All of these things now that I understand are just easy ways to, to get yourself to binge. And so I would say looking at your calories, First off, how much, how much you eating, you know, are you somebody who, when you do binge that you cut off everything and you try to go the completely other way and search for a quick fix to get the results back that you lost, you know, or, you know, are you somebody who you think that you have to be super rigid and super strict with your stuff and, and you view certain foods as bad or off limits from your plan? You know, generally what we see there is like ice cream or candy maybe pizza, you know, certain things that get a bad rap as like, oh, these are going to make me fat, right? When in, when in reality, the only thing that's going to lead you to gaining weight is being in a calorie surplus. You could do that from fucking broccoli and chicken. You could do that from ice cream. Obviously with ice cream and some of these like more calorie dense foods, it's going to be a little bit easier to be in a calorie deficit or calorie surplus with those foods. But understanding, looking at that, where are my calories at? You know, is there certain foods that I view as bad or off limits from my plan? You know, what do I do when I feel certain emotions, right? Like when I feel sad, when I feel mad, when I feel stressed, what am I doing? Am I going to food? That could be a sign that we're, we're in the emotional side of things where it's emotionally based. Um, and then identity. Do you, do you find yourself talking about yourself as a binger? Like I'm Alex, the binge eater, you know, I'm a binge eater at heart, right? Cause then that, that could be a sign that like, we've just ingrained that in our core and that those, those final two, the emotional one and the identity one, those can be two that can take a while to resolve. You know, the first two, if you're eating too low of calories, if you're restricting certain foods from your plan and you're, that's leading you to binging, some of those can be solved pretty closely to overnight. You know, if you start eating enough food, a lot of times the, the low calorie binging can, can go away. You know, if you start actually finding a way to incorporate the foods that you're restricting into your plan, generally, you know, that restricting binge type thing can, can go away as well. Yeah, man, that, that was awesome. I think, um, like looking through those and kind of crossing off, like, all right, this isn't the issue out of those four main issues. This isn't the issue crossing them off. And then I know this is a technique that I've heard Jared talk about. I'm sure you used to is just journaling, like how you feel in those moments. So you can really bring awareness to that and know, like actually know that like those are those feelings and like, you know, what they, what's actually coming up in your mind. Yep. Absolutely. When it comes to emotional, for sure. There's three tactics that I like to use. And uh, I know Jared talks about a few of these as well, but the number, the first one is journaling. Like you said, you know, journaling how you feel, just allowing yourself to get those feelings on the page. And this is what we want to do is we want to, I'm going to backpedal a little bit here, just kind of step back for a second. When we feel, first off, we need to be aware, right, of these emotions that, that we're suppressing our emotions with food, right? And we need to try to put in an action plan is what I like to say. Putting in an action plan, realizing, hey, I am 
moving towards food when I feel emotional. I am moving towards food when I feel sad or mad or I have a bad day at work. And then understanding that we're going to try to put in place one of three things, or you could do all of them, you know, whatever you want to do, like, but generally trial and error with these to figure out what works best for you. Number one is to journal. So to just take a blank sheet of paper out and write down how you feel, get everything out. How am I feeling? You know, just keep going and just keep writing what you're thinking, how you're feeling and get that out and then throw the piece of paper away if you want to. Like it's, that's, that's a good way to, to, to start using a different method for our emotions, as opposed to, you know, something that's a little bit, you know, of a healthier method something that's a little bit more going to serve you in a way. Cause when, let's be honest, when you emotionally eat, right? Like you don't feel good about it afterwards, you know, you feel bad. And, and I've just realized for me, when I did that, it led me to doing drastic things, you know, cause I was like, Oh, I fucked up. How can I get these results back? That was my mindset. And I think that's a lot of people's mindset, especially in the health and fitness industry these days with a lot of people searching for quick fixes. It's easy to, to be like, Oh fuck, how can I negate this? Right. And so if we can stop suppressing our, our emotions with food and we can start usually other things, like I said, journaling is number one, number two, sitting with yourself or meditation. So just literally sitting there, you don't have to go into some deep meditation, but just allowing yourself to work through your issues, issues and just relax and sit with those, those emotions instead of suppressing them, something allow yourself to work through those emotions, allow those emotions to sit, they will pass right on the other side of that is, is growth just like on any pain, the other side of any pain is growth. And then the third one that I like as well is, is to go on a walk. So go on a walk by yourself, by yourself. That is, I would say, don't, don't bring any music. Don't bring any podcasts, allow you to be you and your thoughts, work through your emotions that way. I've found this one to be one of my favorite ones personally that I use because, you know, I'm moving a little bit and, and it's just like, that is my personal space where I can work through a lot of my problems is on a walk. You know, I live in a place where it's pretty quiet. So I can go in the, like a woods, we got some pass behind my house and, and I'm just able to work through anything that's going on in my mind at that time. And so those are the three things that I like to, to recommend to people who are struggling with emotional eating. Awesome, man. Yeah. I love it. I think the, the walking strategy is huge. Even if you're like, even if it's not to do with binge eating, if you're just like feeling like, kind of like down or in a shitty spot about things. I think just getting yourself moving and like, like you said, just kind of going by yourself without music or, or anything else, just so you can kind of like process everything and, and just like move around a little bit. I feel like can get you in a little bit better of a headspace. For sure. I've honestly found, so probably for the last year, year and a half, I've, I don't ever go on walks with headphones anymore because it's turned into like almost like a meditation for me where I'm able to work through a lot of problems. I've developed a lot more self-awareness just of my issues in my life and have solved a lot of things in my life, have come up with a lot of great ideas on these walks. And so I would even challenge people out there, even if you aren't struggling with binge eating, you know, start to, to work in walks where you're not listening to music, where you're not listening to, to anything and, and just listen to your own thoughts and just see how much growth you can have that way. Cause I, I think you'll be surprised at how much better you get to know yourself and how you can actually work through your problems when you do that. So we, so we talked about emotional eating, you know, when it comes to identity, like I said, this is another one that that can be very much of a struggle for people to get through. It's not emotional and identity are two things that can take a while. So just know first off that, if you are struggling with these, if you're struggling with emotional eating, if you're struggling with identity-based binge eating, 
that it's not going to be you wake up tomorrow and it's gone, right? Like, you know, looking for just these small wins, looking for getting it a little bit better. But, you know, when it comes to identity, it, it really means that that you've labeled yourself as a binge, a binge eater. You know, it, and what we need to try to do is start detaching from that. You know, you're not a binge eater. You just have binge eat in the past at points, right? You binge eat sometimes. You have those those different episodes that ha- have happened, right? Like detaching from that part of your identity. You no longer are Alex the binge eater. You have binge ate before, right? Like, and and if you can start to remind yourself that it's not a part of you and that it is just something that you have done, then you can start to make some progress there. And and really trying to also, one thing I've done is just try to really pinpoint who I really want to be as well and like what qualities about myself I want to be. And because when it comes to identity, you know, we can always change it, right? I think that's something that the people don't always understand is that just because you were somebody yesterday doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be that same person tomorrow. And so you can always be reworking things about that. You can always be trying to become better, grow, become a different person. And so if you can start to map out who you actually want to be in this life and can start to really be detailed about that person, what does that person do? How does that person act? You can start to become that person. You know, it's not going to happen overnight either, right? Like none of this stuff is going to be easy, but you can, you can become that person. You can live the life of that person. And over time, you will literally become that person. Like you can, you hear people talk about it all the time. I've done it before with, with a lot of different areas in my life and I'm always doing it. I'm always trying to rework. Like I'm always trying to figure out what things that I'm not liking about what I'm doing, what behaviors are not going well, what can I change to get better and become, you know, somebody who can make a bigger impact in this world and help more people. And that comes with understanding maybe where some of your weaknesses lie, understanding the part of your identity that you're that you're not huge on and reworking that and deciding who you really want to be. Yeah, that's absolutely huge for making any type of change. Just being able to really pinpoint that in every single day, like whether it's when you wake up or even if you're going on a walk, just think through like, who's that person that I want to be? Like that meditation we've talked about on the last probably few episodes, like yeah. kind of takes you through that and prompts you to think of that person that you want to be so you can start to act that way. Exactly. No, I, I love it. And then, yeah, just to go into the last two, I briefly touched on this, but like the eating too low and the um, restricting certain foods, you know, like I said, these two can be some of the quicker changes, right? If you, if you figure out, oh, you're eating too much, too low food, like first off, you know, understanding that you shouldn't always be hungry. You shouldn't always be craving stuff. You shouldn't, you know, always have low energy. You know, these can be some of those signs that, that you, if your workouts are shitty all the time, right? If you're always like underperforming, you don't have energy in your workouts. Like some of these can be signs that you're not eating enough food. Right. And that maybe that, you know, if you're finding yourself binging and these things are going on, it's a pretty big red flag to me that, that you need to start eating more. Right. And this this can be a quick change where it's like, OK, if we start eating more, you might not if you're like finding yourself eating, you know, a thousand calories a day or something like that, like you might not just want to go right up to like two thousand calories, but also understand that the binge eating is probably making it so you're probably around there anyway. So, like, you know, figuring out a little bit of where you're at. And then just starting to add more calories into your day can really help you get through that one pretty damn quickly. And then restricting certain foods. This was a huge one for me. I used to 
think that certain foods were so bad and off limits and that I couldn't eat them if I wanted to see the best results possible. You know, candy has, has always been something that was a big struggle for me in the past. And so when I would restrict these foods, whenever I would get my hands on them, I would go completely crazy on them. You know, this, this would just happen with all these different foods. And so once I started scheduling those into my week, you know, making sure that I had them, you know, going out and getting them if I didn't have them in the house, you know, making sure like I'll put like a reminder on my phone, like, all right, let's have some candy today or let's have these things, you know, that, that I generally struggle with eating or if I don't always want to eat them, if I can schedule them into my week and make sure they're a part of my life and a part of each week, then, then generally that binge eating will go away from restriction point of view. Yeah. Those are massive, dude. I know I've talked about it before on here when I did the donut a day thing, just being able to have that every single day, have it scheduled in. I just really didn't have the need to go get it. And I don't know. I just, I just felt good to be honest. I don't know how else to really explain it, but there is something about pulling off those restrictions and being able to allow yourself to have that food and in like moderate amounts. Yeah, man. And and that's like, that's awesome because literally that's, that's one of the big things is like having that every day. What was it like 200 calories of your fucking day? Right? Like it's a very yeah, small like percentage of your, of your day, but people think that it's going to ruin their day. Right. But when you understand that, like that allows you to, to not have the struggles with that food when you're having it every day. Like I did it with candy. You know, I think we probably talked about it where I was having just a few of those like little small, like Halloween size candy bars every day. And I didn't struggle with candy at all. I didn't even want to eat it anymore, really. Cause I, I was just, I had it every day. And at a certain point you're like, all right, I really don't even need this every day. You can kind of loosen up a little bit on it, but it helps to get in a better relationship with those foods that you're struggling with. If you can have even just a little bit of it every day. Yeah. Yeah, because then it just become it just becomes normal to you, and it's just whatever. And the last thing I would say on binge eating is, I guess first off, if you are struggling with binge eating, don't try to lose fat. Don't try to lose weight while you're struggling with this. It's going to be very, very difficult because it's just going to be constantly pulling you out of it, right? Like if you're if you're already struggling with binge eating, going into a calorie deficit is not going to help the cause, right? It just means less calories. It just means that your body's in a stress spot. You know, if you can go back to maintenance, if you can just focus on getting past this binge eating and using some of the tips that we talked about today, then then you will get into a better place there. And once you get past the binge eating, then you can go try to lose fat. You're going to be in a lot better spot if you do that. And the last thing I wanted to leave all you with today is progress when it comes to binge eating. Understanding I've said this a few times on the podcast already. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to all of a sudden wake up when you've been struggling with emotional eating for the last year and it's going to be done. You got to look at small wins. You know, I, oh, I binged three times last week. I binged two times. Now I'm binging twice a week. Now I'm binging one time a week. Look at these small wins that are showing that you're making progress because it's not going to just go away completely generally. Maybe it will. And I hope it does for you, but it probably will not. And so look at those small wins, the, the binge eating three times a week to two times a week, the binge eating two times a week to one time a week, the binge eating one time a week to, to once a month. Like these small things allow you to continue making momentum. And, and it's just, it's just huge. These are huge progress measurements. And understand that, that rarely are we going to go from 
100 to zero when it comes to anything. Like we're not going to just go from doing something completely to like not doing it at all with a lot of these things when it comes to your health and fat loss. And so if you can pick apart these small wins, you will be a lot better off. It's going to continually push you forward and, and negate those situations where you kind of fall back into those old, old patterns. Yeah, I'm really glad you said both of those. Um, I I wish I could add to it, but you just fucking killed it there. So, you know, the people that are listening, I think you guys should comment, like, all that stuff for Alex. <laughs> that was awesome, man. <laughs> and make sure you share with a friend and rate us on rate us on uh, on Spotify. Give us a five star rating. We really appreciate it. it. Helps us grow the podcast and just get out to more people. And like we said, our mission is to help people be able to keep their fat loss results, just to increase that percentage because it's just been lacking out there. It's just way too low. It's frustrating. A lot of the programs and the fad diets view you as a number, view you as a dollar sign, and really don't have anything structured in their program to help you keep results. They want you coming back in, buying more of their fucking shakes, their bullshit, and just keeping you stuck in that that yo-yo dieting cycle for years, getting you into a worse and worse spot. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck them, dude. <laughs> but honestly appreciate everybody like we said please share this subscribe like comment like we we appreciate all you and thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us